Hi, everybody. I'm Jackson Payne. I'm Johnny Kolosinski. You might remember me from such podcasts as Oh My Gosh, I Feel Old Now, which is basically every podcast ever because it's all about nostalgia. No. No. <laughs> uh, this is Hi, Everybody, a Bad Medicine podcast. Every week we talk about what Hollywood gets right and wrong about medicine and how the body works. Uh, Jackson, what are we going to be discussing this week? Uh, Home Alone, uh, the 1990 classic that is about family values and then trying to kill thieves. Yeah, and I like that we can say classic and it's actually a classic now. Uh, we do have, once again, two wonderful guests with us this week, uh, Dr. Greg Winter. Hi, everybody. And Dr. Courtney Nicholas. Hi, everybody. I like that everyone knows what to say now. I mean, yeah. after you've done this many podcasts, yeah. we should You've trained that. us well. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're talking about Home Alone because we thought this is going to be a movie where there's so, ma- so many injuries yeah. and so much to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg... How far do you have to go into the movie before you see actual injuries happen? It's, it's interesting because I think you have to have about 120 minutes to make a feature-length film. Before anything happens in this movie, it's 117 minutes. It's, it's, it's an hour it 17. Is, it is a, almost an entire movie before the part that you remember being good about this movie. Yeah, I will add this, though. There was one part that we remembered being quote-unquote good, and it's when he put on an aftershave. Yeah, and that was before all the good it's stuff. Not that it was good as that was in the preview. It's like, look how cute this kid is. Oh, that's hilarious. The thing we can all relate to. And now that we're adults, no, that's uh, just putting aftershave on your face doesn't matter. You you would have had to nick your face a little bit to feel the burn from aftershave. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just like splashing alcohol on your face. Yeah. So forget medicine. This is going to be a prepubescent aftershave podcast. We are, we are not like a pre- other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think the setup is very important yeah. up until one hour and 17 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Um, really quick, you can find this podcast on HiEverybodyMD.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HiEverybodyMD. Yeah. And Jackson... You can also call us on our hotline at 530-DOCTORB. The B stands for Uncle Buck. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's nice. I answer the hotline. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 It either goes to the voicemail or for some reason it'll go to my Google Home. If we call it right now, what would happen? I get mad because we're recording (laughs) the podcast. Fair. But yes, if you want to call it and annoy all of us, maybe you might catch us during a podcast taping. Go for it. Oh, I'm going to call you. Yeah. I, th- I think as slow to start as this movie is, it is a testament to what it is to make a film. Like, you care about this character by the time he is murdering these people. Yeah. Like, you really are invested in it because up until that point, nothing happens. Like, yeah. you, it is pure emotional buildup of, like, this kid is lonely. Like, his This, this kid is lonely, yeah. but he's also, like, self-sufficient. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, but it is a it is a study in, like... Family leaves kid, uh, kid figures out that he doesn't need family until he realizes he does need family, but also he wants to protect family and needs them home. I was left at a gas station once as a child. This movie speaks to me on a weird level. Also, I didn't murder anyone. (laughs) Can I just say also... This is also a testament in how well you diverted us right back to the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, I'm good at focusing. Yeah, but (laughs) which is the thing no one has ever said. No, no. The setup is very important. Like we care about this child at one hour and seventeen minutes when the action starts. And also, you like otherwise it doesn't matter. And I, as we were as we were kind of sitting down to record this, we saw there was a Home Alone three, which none of us have ever seen, Uh and. There's no care. way. There's no way that you care about that kid right. by 117 yeah. minutes. His mom was not driven by polka drivers or polka singers <laughs> to his house. I mean, I, I now that's a spoiler alert. Yeah, if you I, haven't watched it by now, yeah, his mom's actually <laughs> driven by Skrillex. <laughs> John Skrillex Candy. Yeah, yep. Skrillex, Skrillex, Skrillex. Don't yep. you I, know the yeah. hot song? <laughs> But yeah, so, dubstep, dubstep, dubstep. But I kiss me, dubstep. Okay, I've lost. But I think I think it is interesting that Kevin um, didn't really realize that he wanted to save his house, protect his family, really until he talked to Greg's dad. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, the joke as, here being, as I was growing up. People that knew me and had seen this movie, which is everyone who was yeah. my age, 
Um, the the joke was that Kevin's neighbor, the older the older gentleman, looks like my dad, and he does look a lot like my dad. And also, my dad is a wisdom dispenser. At no point is this man actually scary. He's just a stranger. And then once they have a sit down conversation, like wisdom dispensed and saves the day at the end of it, but Spoiler also alert. looks a lot like my dad. Yeah. Purported serial killer in the, in the beginning. No, right? it well, but that's what every stranger in from our from our era of growing up, Stranger Danger, uh, Milk Carton Kids. We that's the era that we grew up in. To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> so we're a true crime podcast now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's there's so many things we're not. Yeah. But that guy is my dad in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, that guy being John Hurd. Shout out to Doctor Winter. Yeah. The yep. real Doctor Winter. Um, and not the doctor. And not the doctor. Um, I don't feel like we need to give a synopsis of Home Alone. No. We, I would hope not. I would hope not. But I will say this is, to kind of set everything up, the robbers saw, I think, Kevin and said, or no, the robbers are plotting in the backyard saying that they will be back at nine. And that's when everything kind of was set up. And thank goodness these thieves are punctual. <laughs> this is and punctual didn't Kevin group. set an alarm? You know, there's a grandfather clock. No, the grandfather clock went off. It interrupted his macaroni and cheese dinner. Which is kind of like, hey, you know this is coming What eight-year-old eats dinner at nine? One who is waiting for the robbers to come. Can I also ask what kind of uh, child eats dinner, especially macaroni and cheese, with silverware that is... By candlelight. If my parents would go on, 100%. Would Would you sleep in their bed, too? I don't know about that. I gotta be honest, I was a latchkey kid. I used the good silverware. <laughs> did you like candles? I did not like candles. Uh, there were some things that were specifically forbidden, which was lighting <laughs> candles. But I will say that our house was mainly heated with the stove, which I did have to light with an open flame. So, yes. When, when? I basically used candles to light the house. Fair enough. Let's be honest. Open flame was more accessible in the 90s than it is right now. That's because everybody uses jewels now. it's it's hard to light an open flame with a banana flavored jewel (laughs) just doesn't work the same but we could start with just how the at nine o'clock how the robbers try to enter the house and that's um they arrive to the back door with the doggy door i got before i mean i know that we mentioned this already Uh but this is 115 minutes into the movie (laughs) Before the thing, an hour that and fifteen, you, not one hundred fifteen. I'm that, seventy-five. Thank you. Thank Just you. let him go. Okay, <laughs> you are correct. It is an hour and fifteen minutes into the. I should have just let somebody call one, minute one, one five three zero doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys not know time? Time is difficult. Yeah, time is difficult. It's just. It's like I have watched this movie many times, and I in my head it's like, oh, parents leave. Kevin beats down thieves. Also, Kevin is happy at the end, but. Nothing happens for an hour and fifteen minutes. Yes, and that's, setting up the emotional attachment, and, you're, and to it's Kevin. and it's very important. It's just a weird thing to see when you're waiting for it to happen because that's a long time yeah. to it's wait for something to happen. It's maybe not an hour and seventeen he, minutes appropriate. <laughs> he has two times when he goes into a store where they're like. This is weird that you're at the store by yourself. Like, who gives... Like, none of this matters. For those not able to see, Greg put his hands on his hips to see. <laughs> yeah, how old son is a kiddo. Hey, kiddo. <laughs> this doesn't seem right. I Tilted mean, his head to the side. Yeah. <laughs> so, even if parents are in another country, they, they can call their yeah. town's police department and be like, hey, we left they our tried. kid at home. They did try. And then you try again. <laughs> it's not like... No. This is, this is not... This is many days where this kid is alone, yeah. and it's kind of weird to look at it and just be like, this isn't, this just isn't right. I mean, it's a great movie. It is. Please, enjoy it. It's just weird. It is It weird. was in 1990. It was 1990s. Yeah. yeah. Times were a little different 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. What, what was different, Jackson? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we don't have cell phones anymore. There were yes. no ring doorbells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, this would just... I guess we had the Google Home advertisement that Macaulay Culkin did last year. Yeah. Of How did what I, miss uh, it? I clearly missed this, and oh, I, I can't Tom. believe I didn't get to watch. Hey it. Google, <laughs> we're looking for sponsors. 
Please don't go off. Uh, <laughs> was, was there a time when, during this advertisement, he hit his face? Like oh, yeah. He had, Absolutely. With aftershave? Yeah. yeah. With aftershave, too. But, but this is not a good advertisement podcast. We should no. watch this afterward. But, um, but <laughs> we should also discuss some of the injuries that so, happen. going back to all of this, as Greg is so focused. <laughs> is that why we're here? Yeah, I guess so. But they all come to the... 530 with all your angry calls. <laughs> Guys, here's the thing. I can kind of talk about anything for yeah. any amount of time. So Shut you up. need to direct me one way or the other. Just please do. One of you guys just look at me and direct me one way or the other. Let's rein him in here. So let's bring you back to how they first started breaking in, which was to the back door. At one oh, hour the old back and seven minutes. minutes because everything good starts in the back door, according to this film. <laughs> that's, that's where I learned it. Yep. So um, I guess they... Kevin hears them in the back door, hears Joe Pesci, and then slides his BB gun. Just after the grandfather clock rings. Yeah, PM. yeah, because oh, these wait, are I'm so punctual. Oh, wait, I'm eating macaroni and cheese. I yeah. better stop. So. Someone's going to rob my house. Yeah. So they slides the BB gun through the doggy door and then shoots him right in the ding-ding. So this is where my physics comes in, because I will be honest, I did not play with BB guns as a child. Oh. We did. I know you did. And oh, so yeah. I'm going to ask you. I didn't you. because I could have shot my eye out. <laughs> What's the game where you hit the thing and it goes, eh? Because I want to buzz Courtney. Because it's, it's not a physics podcast. Courtney. Well, it's not a physics podcast, but just, okay. So these guys are dressed for winter in Chicago. They have like several layers of wool and everything. And the BB gun goes straight to the crotch. I would mm. feel like BB guns are not penetrating, correct? I feel like mm. it would go in and it would like diffuse and. Now there's much, pellet guns and so, there's BB guns. So, how, so here is my question to all the males in the room: How much would a BB gun hurt at the crotch at point blank range? A depends how many pumps. That's that is, true. That, that is, is the biggest question. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Kevin chose a one pump BB gun. Usually, eh, that's kind or of. Or it could be a pellet gun. We're talking about a toy, not a big deal. The real thing is how many layers of. Uh, BBs in general are not meant to penetrate anything, and so then you're doing about you know, layers of protection. I will say this, Greg. My friend would beg to differ. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> because there were too many pumps, shot it off of the backboard on a basketball uh, court, but right back, got stuck in his forehead. That, that is, <laughs> so that's that's a thing that can happen. Yep. That is a thing that can happen. Uh, to answer Courtney's question, yes, there... A BB gun is not like a bullet. It it, it is. It's a ball bullet. It is. A, I mean, <laughs> it's I, a projectile. I gotta. I, I'll step back. A BB gun is like a bullet, except for it has way less power behind it. Yes. Mm-hmm. What we see Kevin doing is not going to do much of anything, no. especially if someone is wearing winter clothing, which we assume they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, we see. It would there. just be a "Hey, what the heck, kid?" moment, and then you. But it could knock you off your feet, correct? And they were on a set of stairs. No, no. it would not. No. It would only knock you off your feet in the sense that, oh, oh, mother beep, that hurts so much. I gotta get off my feet. That's right. I or more, or more like shock. <laughs> like I can't believe that kid shot me in the dick. Right. right. I mean, that's. It would throw you off balance as opposed to knock you off. That is what it did. Well, it threw him off balance. Yeah, I think that. But it also knocked him backwards off his feet. You're, you're actually, actually, you're absolutely right because when he, the initial shot, actually, the initial shot was to the guy's forehead. No, the initial shot was was to Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Pesci, The second shot was to Daniel Stern. I disagree. You are wrong. You're wrong. The movie. The movie was. I would love to roll a clip here. I am fairly certain that it is Me. Daniel Stern that pokes his head through and gets shot, and then yeah. he so the shoots first, Joe Pesci. The two gentle, gentlemen, robbers, yeah, are right. trying to get into the room. I don't care. And then I think the gun comes Oh, no, I want, I want you to check. In the meantime... Let me tell you a story about when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I say you should tell that story. Oh, Lord. Uh, as, as we're sort of looking for this clip, I said I wasn't going to talk about this. We talked about it earlier. Okay, gun comes out. We're watching the clip. I'm sorry. Gun comes out, aiming towards Pesci. This crotch is range. Oh, God damn it. Oh, oh, there it goes. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. I'm yeah, jumping. Yeah, hurts. I'm jumping away. Then I'm not, not, then I am not telling the story about my friend nope. KW. Wait, wait. So we're checking on Pesci. Pesci is very disappointed. Guns. He's looking back. No, no, no. Then, you're right. And then we get the face into the docket door. Because if a projectile came out of the doggy door to shoot your partner in the crotch, of course, the first thing that you would do is stick your face through it. Yeah. And I will say this, that should penetrate through skin. 
Have you're that, that close. close. I don't so think at this okay. point, he is six inches away from the BB gun. I, I will say him. it would leave an immediate welt. Yeah. The, so BB guns and pellet guns are very different, whereas BB guns have a very specific like ball-bearing projectile. Pellet guns have a pointed projectile. Mm-hmm. If it was a pellet gun, it would totally pierce the skin. BB guns are just like... Eh, a little bit of force thrown at you. That shit hurts. Yeah. Now, would, would you um, be able to hit someone from a treehouse? It's <laughs> a very specific example you've chosen. It is. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Uh, when I was younger, my friend Kent and I would hunt each other from a treehouse oh, wow. using We're only using a specific amount of force. It was hunting. It was certainly hunting. Because there was a time frame involved and they, you would run in a zigzag. I'm just saying, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Kids today are missing out on some fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was also a, surviving. We, also, you know what? You, you know what you learn from that? You don't look behind you. You don't no. look back. You go. You go forward. You move forward. I learned that. It's an important of, thing. I learned number of pumps equals pain. It does. Yep. Oh, we uh, the maximum amount of pumps on that gun was ten pumps. Uh, ten pumps was too much, but four pumps was enough to know you got hit, and you could also. Um, you could embellish that a little bit. You'd get hit in the back and you could dive. Or you could be like, ah, I don't care. That didn't even hit me. I mean, it was... We, we figured it out through trial and error. Yeah. Five pumps, too many. Three pumps, not enough. And I'm sorry, regardless of pumps, the Irregardless scene, isn't a word. I said regardless. Oh, I, I misheard you. Of pumps. The scene where he sticks his head through the doggy door and it's point blank range, six inches, with a BB gun to the forehead, I feel like that is going to affect anyone. Oh, it's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's not going to hurt. I just don't, like... I don't know if it's going to be concussion hurt, but he should be walking around with at least it's a gonna big old It's going to pull his head out he, of the doggy door. Oh, yeah. which, which it does. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I'm, not, I'm just saying, I don't think it would have broken his... Knowing what a one-pump BB gun does, I think he had the appropriate reaction, which is like, oh, that hurt. That hurt. I'm going to pull my head yeah. out of the stupid yeah. doggy door and move away from the situation. But yeah, but also speaking of hurt... The next trap was every single stair was slippery. Which is basically Chicago. 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 <laughs> Which is all, the Which is all yeah. of the Midwest from November to February. But yeah, like, Except for this week in Ohio when it's 55. Yeah. Well, and they also, use this, this week in Chicago, it's been about 55. Yeah. Well. well, global warming is not a thing. They, they whoa, 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 that's not a politics. <laughs> whoa there, climate denier, Courtney. I've been talking about global warming for 20 years. Oh, so they use these slippery stairs, which absolutely, I've killed myself 27 times probably. On Are we talking to I your don't ghost? know if that's medically accurate. It is. Are we talking to your ghost right now? Seven years since. Um... But as they step up, there's, you know, there's several, like you said, Jackson, there's several options of these slippery stairs, and it seems that, I'm losing it. So, it, it, so Marv's, Marv's fall is a lot more believable than Harry's fall. Oh, no, I, Marv, think, I, I think both of their falls are very believable. Yeah. What I don't think believable is believable is the amount of time from when Kevin washes the stairs down until they are frozen to the point of that amount I of I disagree with that. So what time do he you wash freezes, the stairs? The, that alarm goes off at 9pm when he's like, I have to defend my house. No, he's already, set, all no, he's already, he's already set, set all the traps. He's already set all traps. He was eating macaroni and cheese at 9pm. I feel like I had a weird time dilation thing that <laughs> happened right around... This is becoming a Mandala sure. effect. I, <laughs> I think he he watered the stairs at like 6 p.m. Yeah, and Mandela. I think three and that's hours is very time. reasonable. Especially for at 9 yeah. p.m., I'm going to kill them. What's not reasonable robbers. is Joe Pesci falling directly on his neck and mm-hmm. not being Well, but it's all a matter stuck. of... Like, so going up the stairs, and again, I'm sorry, Greg, this is not a physics podcast, but as you go up the stairs... Who told you this wasn't a physics podcast? <laughs> I bring up physics every time Somebody I'm here. Can. Can I stop you about um, it? You step down, and you move... As going up the stairs, you're going to move your foot backwards, and that's where kind of falling forward is an issue. When yeah. ba- when they listen to me, I'm such a baby doctor. I start talking about babies automatically. When we go backwards, you know, you <laughs> slide in the opposite direction. So, which one is the tall guy? Marv is the tall guy. Thank you. When the tall guy goes Ooh, up, steps up, and he he's trying to go up the stairs. He slides his foot back and falling forward, I think, is very reasonable. Mm-hmm. I, it's, 
anyone that has lived in the Midwest and has done anything outside during a certain period of time when there's ice on the ground has had a ridiculous fall. It's, it's like... I think that's all of us in this room. Yeah, right? but Actually, it just, it's sure. like you can be like, oh, that never would happen. It's like, no, that could probably happen. Oh, I almost yeah. killed myself. But we I do become that. cartoons for about four months yeah. out and, of the year. And all, and the one that's more believable is the guy that's kind of falling down in an enclosed space just because... Because we've all bounced off of Right. Lives. You can be like, oh, crap, I almost grabbed that and I almost grabbed that, but also I still hit myself on the ground. The initial fall from Joe Pesci is a little bit cartoony. Yes. Mm-hmm. The but initial fall the from subsequent one, yes. Right, and so like the initial fall from from Daniel Stern is like, oh, that's like that's yeah. happened to yeah. me, and I'm upset thinking about how much it hurt when that happened to and me. And then yeah. Daniel Stern does this <laughs> perfect moment where he's on a set of stairs, and I see he splits his oh, legs yeah, yeah, yeah. out, yeah. and he like sl- you know sets his feet up against the walls on either side of the stairwell, I mean, and it, that is 100 percent accurate. Now, that is something every one of us. Let's talk about the injuries though. That would happen right. on so a fall like that. That's kind of what I, that's how I felt is the the when Joe Pesci has his initial slip, it just feels like oh you fell and somebody cartooned your legs above your head. I'm and if you felt like that, you would be laying on the ground for quite some time. Yeah. And it's I'm not doing not this for a movie. Right. Kind of. Yeah. When Daniel Stern falls down those steps, <laughs> those concrete back steps, which are steps that I have swept for my neighbors many, <laughs> many times. But, like, when Daniel Stern has that fall and, like, bounces down those steps, all I'm thinking about is how badly his hip and thigh would be bruised. Oh, yeah. Like, that is when you, that's when you sit there for, like, ten minutes afterwards mm-hmm. and you finish the job they paid you four or five dollars to do, which took you an hour yeah. or so. Yeah. I feel like we're and seeing then, young Greg right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is this is personal. Regretful and, young Greg. And you go you go inside and you're crying a little bit. They give you some <laughs> hot cocoa and you sit there. And then you got to go to the next neighbor's house because you agreed to shovel their steps too. It's just, that's a real fall that he had. It looks yeah. real bad. The fall that scares me is the next one by Dan, or by, by Joe Pesci. Pesci. When he literally the, lands on his neck. When yeah. he flips back. And lands on his neck, which is... That's I a mean, paralyzer. I don't want... Yeah, right. It's it not is. a fatal fall. But it's a paralyzer. It's, it's just you're not moving after. No. It's a... I'm diving under the waves in the ocean, and I never stand up. <laughs> no, no one ever sees me. Like, that should have been, like, credits roll. <laughs> right there. I had a patient that happened, too. It was real sad. No, oh. I... <laughs> But you see, at least with that last fall with Pesci, you see the foot as... you know. Physics work, and I'm sorry I keep going back to physics, but the do foot, I have to bring the beer over here that tells you what kind of podcast out, we are? The foot slides out in front of him, and he falls backwards, and he lands on his. I mean, that's a. And at that's, least the it, thing like, is, it is makes sense as far as a movie. Right, it's an appro- it's an appropriate fall, but it's so appropriate that the way that he la- he like lands with his the back of his head on a piece of concrete stair. Right. Like, oh, oh, sorry, sir. And then he just now you eat through up. the straw from like, the rest of, for the rest of your life. No, but he pops up like, okay, that um, that was bad, but I'm good to go. Let's yeah. roll. Uh, as we continue in head trauma, the movie <laughs> uh, with an iron down three stories of uh, of a laundry chute uh-huh. onto Daniel Stern's head. I will say, corridor crew probably did it best because that iron should have went straight through his head. It w- <sighs> so well, you're right. You should have gone straight. As far as the the, the physics, phys- I, I, no, 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 I was about to say that, but I stopped. That's yeah. that's I, I disagree. With a because it, that it mask, land, you think that well, it landed flat. It landed, it landed not with flat, a pointy. It, it didn't land with the edge. Things. It landed with the the flat edge. It would have. Destroyed, destroyed his face. face. Thank it you. Just, Thank you. That's where we're going with this. Jinx. Jackson, you owe me a coke. Uh, it would have it would have destroyed his face. Yeah, but From that level, he would yes. not he would not be dead. He would well, be he would have two black eyes. His well, nose would be bleeding. But it depends though. Like, and it, your, your skull protects your brain, you know, plus or minus. But I my think, favorite part of this is the persistent um, impression of the iron. Right. And, yeah, and so I mean, of part of that is the thought that so this was an iron that was plugged in and hot. And it fell on his face. And right. it, it was so hot that in the one millisecond that it touched his face, it left an impression of an iron. 
Exactly. With the three little I'll, divots for the steam. I'm going to yeah. also yeah. say, if he was not so quick to close his eyes when that iron fell down, he probably would have burned his eyes, too. I mean... Depending on like, <laughs> but he would also I mean, crack his orbital bone. So. He should have a bloody nose. Room. I think, yeah, I think also, that's right. The three stories of falling onto the face would have done a little more damage. From also, bony structure kind of. Whose house has a dumb waiter in it that you have a three story? Okay, it wasn't a dumb waiter, it was just a shoe. Yeah, I want to live shoe. in. There's a laundry shoe. Nobody has that. I have also, a shoe on a two story. You house. have a laundry shoe that just ends in nothing? It just no, ends it, in the ground. It, it, it ends in the basement where the laundry is. Can we just all agree that the fact that this house has a laundry chute slash dumbwaiter is the reason why the wet bandits are really casing this house. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's no, true. These people they, are real. They yeah. have, these people uh, are rich. They have yes. a hard on for this house. They, they are really they trying to get and this house. And he said that several times in a row. Like, I want this, this is house. The crown jewel. This is the crown jewel. This is where we want to go. And Now, you, you brought up a term money. that I didn't know when we were watching the scene with the iron. Hard on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this is not a birds and the bees podcast. Oh, but that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up a term that I didn't know, which was coup counter coup. Okay. Contra coup. Contra coup. Contra coup. No. And we talked about this before. I think we started recording too. Yeah. yeah. So coup is the direct blow. And you get from being struck. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, this is not a Birds of the Beast podcast. Explain that a little bit better, Jackson, please. <laughs> okay, so coup contra coup. So coup contra coup. So coup is the direct hit um, onto your head. Where uh, contra coup is where your brain sloshes around in your skull, and then the counter, the opposite side, hits the back of your skull. I'm glad Jackson corrected himself because I was going to correct him. There is not directionality with coup counter coup. It's just initial hit versus bouncing hit. Bouncing. Well, so it's not, really it's not front back. It, it's first hit. First hit. Back reaction. I'm really happy you used the word slosh, too. Yeah, I mean, your brain is covered in fluid or surrounded hey, by fluid, so it's going to slosh around. guys. Or is that sloth? That's sloth. That's sloth. Sorry. Not slosh. <laughs> it's basically the bouncing of the brain back and forth when you hit something forward. Yes, yeah, so that, that's how you got a concussion. It's really the contra coup that really does the... I mean, damage. they both do damage. The problem is, is that people continue to do damage afterwards anyway. Well, the yeah. problem is brains shouldn't bounce. Yeah. I think we have the title of the this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Home Alone. Brains, brains shouldn't, shouldn't bounce. bounce. <laughs> um, so uh, we get a nice little break from head trauma mm-hmm. following the iron scene. Mm-hmm. And we get some foot trauma instead. Uh, with uh, Marv walking up the stairs, Tar on the stairs, pulls off his shoes, pulls off his socks, he I'm, steps straight on a nail. I will say, it's very com- um, considerate that Kevin put all that tar on there so he can get pseudomonas when he stepped through his, <laughs> the shoe and the sock to his <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so, I did not even think about so that. So there's, there's a concern that if you step on a nail through your shoe... You can introduce Pseudomonas, which is a type of bacteria, into your skin. Isn't it tetanus, too? And te- well, no, well, actually, tetanus it's pseudo- from the nail. The nail <laughs> right, is the tetanus, yeah. but Pseudomonas is actually from the soil and from all that stuff. This podcast should be well, actually. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, a bunch of... <laughs> well, actually, a bad medicine podcast. Are we going to do it like Love Actually next year? Let's do that! <laughs> but it, it, Pseudomonas is the big concern whenever uh, someone steps through a nail, through a shoe, and that's what you're supposed to treat them with antibiotics for, so... Um, luckily, Kevin did his research. Yeah, so, but the basically. No, he didn't step through the shoe. He no. just stepped through no, yeah. the tetanus. Research so, oh, oh, shoe. Like, yeah. Kevin wants him to die from tetanus, not pseudomonas. Oh, tetanus I don't is a know horrible that Kevin is die. thinking about this. I think that he just wants it to leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm just very, like, shocked that how he stepped on the nail. He didn't step all the way through. It's just just enough to hurt. But, and then lift would it you step but, all the way but through? But that's though? the truth. I mean, like, that's the most honest thing in the movie is that if you have ever almost had that kind of foot trauma you immediately stop having that foot trauma like you will do your body will contort in whatever way possible to stop it from putting more weight on a pointy thing so then the the trauma should be step drag no No. it would be step lift up because it's one of those like when you touch a hot surface your first reaction is to pull away as quickly as you can when you step on something sharp 
I feel like Fair. your first reaction is to rip that away as best you can, and, you know, the upward direction. I think the fact that you use, you use, you use the word rip, yeah, like, that backs me up. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to do. But I, will, I think we can all agree, though, should have been bloodier. Should have been bloodier, <laughs> absolutely. Been bloody. And his foot should have been tarrier after that scene. Oh, his foot should have been 100% tarrier. As someone who has stepped in some warm tar. <laughs> I hate this. Hold on, hold on. I hate this. I, I need to hear this. this. 50% of this podcast has stepped in warm tar. <laughs> it's just... It's just like, oh, oh, are you helping build houses in uh, Mexico? Okay, well, you're doing this. Oh, you step in this thing. Oh, it soaks through your sock and shoe. Like, tar is the worst. Mm -hmm. Okay, and for a second I was going to say you were barefoot building a house. No, in no, 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 no. It's just that sticky. Yeah. And I, I mean. That's a lot of tar. I, <laughs> nice. Well done. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that I, I was like, oh. Full sock in tar. It's just like, definitely got my foot in a tarry situation, and it is real sticky. Well, and it, then it goes to their drive, too. Like, you know, they show the scene where he steps on one stair, and the shoe is left behind. He steps on the next stair, and the shoe right. is and left behind. And also, like, steps on the next when stair, the sock is left behind. The next one, the sock is left behind, and then we're done. And at that point, I might be like, I might I'm have good. Stopped. And yeah. also, yeah. you feel that when but, you are sock to tar... It's also skin to tar. You're Dr. also tar, everyone quite is a medical term. You're yeah. quite concussed. Yeah. <laughs> he was at he this did point get in time. Any decision that they've made yeah. can be excused with, "I just took an iron to the forehead." I mean, Daniel Stern also steps on more ornaments after he steps that's, on that. Tar. I mean, well, I, that's actually the thing. It, it's is that is a such a visceral thing. When you almost step on something, as we were watching the movie, Jackson brought up the, you know, oh, it's like stepping on Legos, which is like, you've done, if you've stepped on a Lego, your body collapses in a way to protect your foot. You would rather hit your head on the corner of a table than put all of your weight on a two by six Lego. Like, well, it is, that is a real thing that happened. What about and a one the way one? he comes out <laughs> yeah, of this, one by one you can you'll put your weight on. The way he comes out of this window is he's like I'm climbing through the oh, window. Oh, the way he comes out of the window. And then I'm going to slam on these Legos. He is coming out and of the window like he is going to Mario vault <laughs> on a trampoline and go up another six stories. Yeah, it is. And just it step is. with all the force and so might that aggressive. he has and the land most, on these these the most aggressive step down I've ever seen. Someone going through it, like, oh well, pointy, pointy ornaments made of glass that are gonna break immediately. Boom! All weight, one hundred percent. Can I also ask you guys about the hot doorknob? No asking. No asking. Oh, you two totally. No, I, I'm so, actually a very big fan of. But the hot my question doorknob. is like, when if you touch the hot doorknob, would you withdraw from the pain because it's so hot, yes. or would your skin? Stick to it no. because it's no. So I'm hot. sorry. It's like a stove. You put your hand on a stove, and your first reaction is to pull your hand away as fast as you can when Which, anything is so hot. So my counter you argument. Grab no. You grab that coup counter coup. Your coup yes. counter coup. Yes. You grab that that doorknob, and in. I was gonna say his defense, but I, I guess it would have to be Kevin's defense. Uh -huh. The doorknob was freaking glowing yes. because mm -hmm. it was it was red hot. Yeah. So any idiot would grab it, but you grab that doorknob. And then you, the first thing you do is you pull your hand away, and he did not do that. So uh, my counter argument would be: I have patients that will come in and grab their mom's hot, like curling iron, and actually hold on for a little longer. Than Why? They, should. they just panic and Why? just hold like that. Well, when when things are, when something is a super duper stimulus, sometimes your brain can't interpret it properly. Sometimes it needs an extra second. So when you're really grabbing something hot or really grabbing something cold, something so hot or cold that it can hurt you, your brain is just not ready for it. So then you don't respond the way that you would, that you think that you would. And this is why people are stupid. My real question is: Have, have any of you ever fixed the doorknob? Yes. I know. I know the answer is no. Yes. Because my answer is the no. The transfer, like, so you know the I inside, that the inside and outside of a doorknob are connected by. A metal rod. A metal rod. By a small metal Very rod. Very thin metal rod. So to transfer energy from the ins from the inside or outside oh my to God, the other this, side of that. Did this become a physics podcast? This isn't a physics podcast. This is just a common sense podcast. <laughs> so if you're if you're gonna transfer energy from the inside to the outside using a small anatomic carbon rod, 
it has to heat up. And to do that, it means you are leaving that... What I, I think that's a grill lighter. It, it, it's a grill lighter, yeah. yeah. So you're leaving that crazy grill lighter on, on, so, on the inside of your doorknob. And it has to... To, in order to transfer energy to the outside, it has to heat up the inside doorknob, which is then going to heat up that inanimate carbon rod, which goes to the outside, which is then going to heat up the outside one. And become red. And why didn't so the door catch fire? By the time that that happens... The door is going to catch on fire. On bleeping fire. <laughs> the door know. is going to catch on bleeping because fire. Because metal is such a conductor that wood is not. I feel like if you hung that Are thing, you going to tell... Hey, person that has a fire pit outside of their home. Are you going to tell me wood is not a conductor of heat? There's a Vsauce video. <laughs> yeah. Wood is actually... a conductor of fire, but I feel like if you hang something hot onto metal, it's going to conduct through the metal as opposed fire to catching the wood on fire. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. It isn't gonna, It is going to conduct through the metal, but by the time that thing gets red hot to the point where someone can gr- like see it and grab it and burn their hand... That door is on fire. To someone who has a fire pit and has a lot of difficulty lighting said fire. You often call me to light your fire pit. It's true. It doesn't light as well. But I will say, this probably is the best transition we can use right now. Because it goes to Joe Pesci getting burnt by a blowtorch. Burnt on the forehead by a blowtorch. Okay, and he just stands there. like... I don't like your ability to push these transitions when I'm in the no. middle of yelling. At someone. No. We're here for focusing. Moving to Joe Pesci. I am hearing that Courtney needs a charcoal grill lighter, like we see in this film. Yeah, that's okay. Maybe that's okay. what you need. Or Courtney just likes fire. <laughs> Let's be honest. She's no link. No. Um, but so the the blowtorch, you know, Kevin's booby trap of the blowtorch that you know goes towards George, Joe Pesci's head. He just stands there. He does. He and again, does. we talk about when a person touches a hot stove or a person is, you know, exposed to some kind of hot interaction. Typically, the reaction is to pull back right away. And Pesci just stands there. This is where my life experience comes into play. Oh, no. Because before this show, I was a fire-breathing acrobat at Renaissance festivals. And when Time your hair out. starts... You didn't Time notice? Time out. <laughs> you John, didn't... Johnny, have I mentioned this time that I like you more and more every time I talk to you? <laughs> Time in. I feel, like, I feel like it's been a while but I, since I've said that. So, I want to see where we're going here. Um, and as someone who has been very, very, very close to flame, uh. when you start smelling burning hair, your reaction is to pull away from the fire. Yes. Yes, I am very bald. <laughs> it's unrelated. Except for this patch right here. Oh. Um, but he stays in that fire for quite a while and gets a very nice snowflake. Uh, but, uh, yeah. It's like and, a star. And it the, is. the whole hat, you know, to skull ratio is like he's got this beautiful, like, star yeah. image. That... So, uh, I mean... It's, it, there's this weird thing in, in medicine where people assume that you know what someone's reaction is going to be. And in general, when there's a painful stimulus, you are going to withdraw from it. That is what uh, Johnny is talking about. But what I liked in this scene is that he had this ridiculous thing that happened to him. I'm sorry, he who? Joe Pesci. Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci. Okay, thank you. Was on fire. One of the two bumbling thieves. Joe Pesci. <laughs> not Daniel Stern. Okay, thank you. So he's got this thing that happens. He's got this fireball that happens on his head. On his head. And it, it burns his head. He doesn't pull away, which, uh, plus or minus. But what I, I like for the rest of the movie is that he has this starburst pattern on his head of burn. But he also has a burn pattern in his hat. Which is accurate because most of the things that we wear are not just fabric. They are poly, like yeah. they're plastic fabric. And it's burned like it is polyester fabric. Like it's melted that into would be skin. melted into your skin yeah. okay. for sure. And I'll give you that. Starburst pattern, definitely worth, you know, the flame that went over him. But in that, his skin on his scalp, totally untouched. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. That should have been... 
That should have been burnt out to the scalp. That should have been a blistery <laughs> That should have been pizza town. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the hat is gone in a beautiful star-shaped can, pattern. Can that be the, the title of the podcast? Can it be pizza town? <laughs> It's going to be a tough one. <laughs> His head should have been pizza. That down. should have been so gross. <laughs> oh, man. Any kind of heat to that. Like the, oh, yeah, the skin on the, the scalp would have been affected. The thing about scalp skin is scalp skin is real thin. Like yeah. if you cut your scalp, you can you will see your skull real easy. And that was, I don't know, that was like 10 seconds of blowtorch on his well. head. <laughs> he might have, like literally... Because of the tightness on your skin, on your scalp, after that much burning, his skull might have just popped out of his head. And with that, the vasculature uh, right under your scalp is pretty significant. Like, oh, you've yeah. seen these, these guys bloody. that, you know, get whatever, for whatever reason, the scalp is kind of shaved off at the top and they just are bleeding everywhere. Oh, yeah, you, you can have a very minor injury to your scalp yeah. and it will, yeah. you will have a lot of blood. As usual, not enough blood. Like, again, so, a thing I know from stage combat. You get a, you get nicked in your head where you shouldn't on I'm stage. Sorry. Johnny, you did stage combat. No, not well, but my. I'm uncle sorry. Did a what lot stage combat? Um, Hold my, on, stage combat. Um, my uncle do, does a lot of stage combat, and you get nicked. Backyard in your, wrestling. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. No, not not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say this: with scalp injuries, <laughs> it is actually one of the biggest sources of bleeding in any trauma. Any trauma. And you actually have to take out the stapler. And actually start stapling their scalp shut to control bleeding. Well, so is it well, really heavy blood loss, or it does it just look really bad because it's so be. much so much blood from like a lot of area? It actually I'll be honest, can be. It's just it looks worse than it is, but it looks really really bad. Craig's gonna be honest. Also, if you if you don't control significant blood loss, it it becomes significant. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I know we that just sounds. Not any case at all. Well, that sounds really. It's just like well, hey, well you, spoken words so, there. Look, Jackson, you watch a lot of wrestling. Yes, Rat, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you wait, you watch a lot of wrestling. Correct. Right and that's the thing they do. They you do you can do a slight cut on your scalp and you just have a ton of blood. You can. But also, you. It's not like it's a forehead. It's not. Meaningful blood loss, if you because you can put I'm pressure sorry. on it, <clears throat> because you can put pressure on will, it and stop it. Argue, it is a it is a minor cut. I will argue against this only because I've seen so many car accident patients where patients have such significant scalp lacerations to the point where they're not talking about part of their head flip back. No, no, no. Just like big, oh, I, mean, I would say probably about the whole head getting blown four or five off centimeter. Yeah, but four or five but centimeter. That's cauterized. <laughs> that, he he does make a point Don't on that. <laughs> Courtney, but, I'm a doctor. I know what I'm talking. about. <laughs> Can we all just agree that Joe Messi? Joe Can Pesci. All- Joe who? Joe Messi would be a Pesci mess. <laughs> Daniel Pesci. Well, the, the thing is, and whenever you, whenever you lose skin, <laughs> then. Things go to hell. You yes. Know? You lose skin. You got bleeding issues. You've got infection issues. Things go to hell. Time out. And that's why the infection is it. very different than bleeding. Like, is it? bleeding is a bleeding is an immediate oh, issue. Yeah. But if you the the thing that happens to burn victims isn't oh blood loss. It's oh man, you lost the integral portion of blocking bacteria from getting inside of you. Well, it. bacteria, but also heat containment too so can we go to a quick special scene (laughs) that we always see in uh the trailers for this and it's when the paint cans hit people on the face okay i kind of like that part do you think it works i think it's reasonable i think it worked except for they'd be dead well here's how full were the set packing right right there's there's a lot of unknowns in it which makes it harder to be like this is a definite thing that would happen i will say that Based on the fall, the fall that they have is not a horrible fall. Like, I mean, they get hit by something yeah. and they jump backwards. And but it's but not it, so much the fall, it's the impact. It's the coup counter. And again, <laughs> yeah. this is where we move back to a physics podcast. Which I agree, but the part that disturbs me about this is the fact that Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci are very I'm different sorry. heights. Do you have to say it like that? Yeah, I absolutely. They are bumbling thieves. Uh, is that a, from something? A couple of my friends listen to this podcast. It's the way that we talk to each other about things. You know that I'm going to make you record a trailer for this specific episode right. telling the story of Home Alone in that voice, right? In that voice. 
two bumbling thieves and try like to the, break into we, a house. This is not a we're called, podcast. We're we called the Wet Bandits. We do things. We can only be friends moving forward if you continue to speak in that voice. That's, I, I'm sorry, you haven't been snowboarding with me. That's the only voice that we speak in. Oh, oh, the part that I don't like about it is the fact that Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are such different heights, which means that Kevin McAllister would have had to set up two different paint cans and been ready to swing them down. Which Unless is make- they were on different steps. Well, but six inches honestly doesn't make a whole lot of difference, even uh, with different uh, Depending on which step you're on, depending on where they're falling, like I, I really feel like it could have covered his goal. <laughs> As we'll put it. I'm just saying that those six inches make a huge difference when it comes to force and physics. That's the oh, best are we I can talk do. About physics That's now? the best I can do. If we're going to talk about the damage done from a swinging paint can, six inches makes a big difference, and it also matters where you get hit. And the only real thing that we know is is conservation of energy. How they hit the ground after they're hit, and neither one of those looks horrible. And one could argue that after the first one gets hit, the second one should be reasonably less sure. as well. Seeing it coming. I mean, I imagine that if you threw, like, if you were at the top of the stairs and you were throwing a paint can, which down. is what Kevin was doing. No, he was just dropping well, it. He no, just, he was, he, was like, nah. he was pushing it away from the robbers and then having gravity bring it back and swing it back towards them. So even less force. Less yeah. force. Well, coup and counter coup. <laughs> and then the next injury. <laughs> so things are, things have been getting real, real. Rough things are going things. right off the rails, and I love it. Um, <laughs> Kevin McAllister puts a tarantula on Pesci's oh chest. God, I want oh, a spider. And the in my way life. that the pesh, that the spider is. Dealt with, I guess. I, okay, I'm so, so part of what we sort of glossed over is in, in the last few months, there's been a lot of kind of groups that have inputted their analysis onto Home Alone, and they're they're great. Between Quarter Crew and what's the other one? Uh, Vsauce. They're they are amazing, and you should totally check them out. From a medical standpoint, I think the paint cans are less of a big deal than people. Want to make a right? It's yeah. just like, oh, you got hit in the face with something. A like that sucks. But also, I don't think that would really do something. However, however, being hit with a crowbar with a full swing by a grown man while you're laying on the ground your in your though. sternum, that might kill you. That might straight up just kill you. Is oh, this the first one hundred percent critical hit? You're dead in the movie. I. <sighs> Or does the, the iron? The iron's head, pretty close. Well, the iron is close. The iron close, would, the iron head, would mess. The head on the stairs is close. I, to uh, that, it, that one might not kill. Like that, that could kill you. That's oh. gonna do some damage. It might not kill you. The iron is gonna make you different forever. We do know this that this family has tons of money and can afford a good iron. <laughs> because <laughs> I caught for the first time that Dan has a Burberry coat. Tons, tons of money is a poor prognostic factor. Let's be honest. Well, I think tons of money means your iron is heavier than most. Yeah, You're, you don't just have a BS iron. It's that sweet money iron. <laughs> it's, right that, there. it's that. It's, it's that, that good. Good, iron. It's that good, good money iron right there. <laughs> Becky with the good iron. Yes, Becky with the good. Oh God, he's gonna go. <laughs> oh, but the crowbar to the chest, which we assume is going to be a good crowbar. I mean, it's, it's not going to bend. It's going to be a <laughs> well, dense crowbar. It's not just a crowbar this, this, this chest. This is Harry's eye. It's like a, I'm wheeling back. I'm looking at my friend lying on the floor, uh-huh. you know, on his back. It's, it's, and I'm going to use all of my force to come so, down on him. That's the thing. It's not like... It's I'm a sorry, real It's not swing. a BS swing. It is like a grown man looking at a thing on your chest and like... Well, I got this crowbar. I'm going to swing it as hard as possible. Would you possible. say it's two bumbling thieves? <laughs> two bumbling thieves trying to swing a crowbar as hard as they can. Well, and Put on you that, out of your misery. <laughs> I wouldn't want a tarantula walking around on me, so I'd actually maybe prefer that someone smacks me across the face No, like you that. don't no, want that. For want. sure, you don't. You know what you'd want? You'd want a gentle bra... Hey, hey, tarantula, who's not bothering you <laughs> hey, at all. Hey, tarantula. Let me just... 
Walk no, on to my hands. Let me let me relocate you. Because that just is because what you. what he fine. did is a straight up death blow. Oh that's yeah, just, that's yeah. We can all agree <laughs> on that. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, who's the guy that's in death blow? I wish I knew it. I'm I sorry. There's a movie that. named Death Blow. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I don't know this movie. No, and I think I need to. We'll find that out soon. Oh, Not a death blow podcast. Or a physics podcast. I, I am willing to start a death blow podcast because that movie is right amazing. Right here, right now. Let's do it. <laughs> it's, it's mainly about brushing off tarantulas. <laughs> no, I don't want the death blow. Avoiding, yeah, well, the death blow with the cobra. I mean, let's be honest. That's, Where I is mean, that coming from? I think that's... I mean, that's the first true kill shot. I, there's a lot of things that are real upsetting. There's a lot of things that would cause a lot of damage. There's a lot of things that would be real painful. But we have but the way ball. he swings that crowbar and hits him in the chest. I mean, if he hit him in the face, I could be like, oh, that killed him. Yeah. But he hits him in the chest, so maybe not. But he could have broken his sternum. He could have broken yeah, his ribs. Sternum's and, so strong. And, I mean, too. There's, there's truth to this because that is how Joe Pesci died. <laughs> wait, Joe what? Pesci's Wait, Joe Pesci's... Oh, well, no. I'm... No. Oh, no. Why would you do that? I'm sorry, what? Can I... Joe Pesci's not dead. Side He's note. Not? Death Blow is a movie about a group of rape victims wait, there's forced that movie to go beyond Death the Blow? law to ensure their protection, starring Frank Stallone and Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah, I've seen Death Blow. Yeah. I have not oh. seen Death Blow. That is Death Blow. Frank Stallone is my third favorite Stallone. You have a third favorite Stallone? Whoever, a, there, there's... You got a first favorite, you gotta have a third. That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> there's only two more scenes we gotta survive through, you guys. Wait, there's more? It, well, we don't have to, because they already did not survive. Everybody's <laughs> dead, right? So they're dead. That's um, and, But, assuming that they did survive... Mm-hmm. I think I stopped taking notes at Iron of Face. I'm going to be really That was three minutes into <laughs> the eight-minute good stuff. Hour 17. Um, there was a scene where... Where they're climbing cap- across the rope. Yeah, they're climbing across the rope. <gasps> and he puts a bandage around his hand. Uh, his Joe burnt Pesci, hand. His burnt hand, and then tries to crawl across. Which I would do, in all honesty. But would that really stop the pain? Honestly. Well, but, I mean, moving on to, like, the more significant issue here is climbing out onto a rope where you know there's a child on the other end with uh, weed cutters. They don't know about the weed cutters. They don't know about the weed cutters. It doesn't matter. Would you climb out to anything that's like relatively tenuous? I'm going to go with Johnny's explanation. They were concussed. Okay. I I will say they're not not in their right mind. They did get hit by those paint cans. They did both hit their heads on those stairs. He got hit with a crowbar in the sternum. I'm sorry. At this point I say I'm done. Okay. That's because you're reasonable and you didn't take a death blow. Now, so let's say they are concussed and that's the only reason they climb out on that rope. Would oh. they have the coordination to they go could hand have the over hand? Oh, absolutely. I think, absolutely. I think you would have the coordination to do that. I think you probably don't realize the amount of upper body strength it would take to get all the way over there. Also... Oh, I do and I can't do it. It doesn't matter that much. Like, he's only one story up. Like, you can just run you downstairs and, and surround the tree. It's not a big deal. It would deal. not be the end of the world. But going after a child and grabbing onto a rope, and I'm sorry, the rope's not going to stay there. So so this is the, the first bad decision that we think they've made so far, First? Right? I don't know about the first. No. Maybe I think the first the bad decision was insisting to get in the house after so much resistance. They have an entire suburban block of rich people's houses where no one is home. They know how much they are not home so well that he is pointing out when the the uh, timed lighting is going to go on. If you know that well how much people are going to be gone, you have no, like there's no reason three to sto- fudge with Kevin. But do the <laughs> other houses have a three story uh, laundry chute? No, and also laundry shirts don't have any money in them. Laundry shirts. I hate you. <laughs> laundry Some laundry shirts, shirts don't. Do. Do. Laundry <laughs> shirts definitely. My laundry. I shirt do the laundry. Has three store. Uh, yeah. I wish I had a <laughs> three shirt. stories of money in them. Um, so what happens as they're climbing out though is Kevin cuts the rope because of course because if you haven't figured this out by now Kevin is a sociopath. No, Kevin is smart. Can I just and I would cut the rope. We have we have a farm in Wisconsin. We have a zip line, and my cousin Jessica, who listens to this, uh, the first time she took the zip line, she zip lined 
all the way into the tree. She didn't let it go. It was who lets it go? Hilarious. I mean, you got something because working that when you're a, like, I'm gonna when continue a solid on, object working. is coming up to your face, you, you don't slide Sometimes into it. Sometimes fear takes over, and you're like, this is working. I'm gonna continue on. Yeah, well, <laughs> are you saying so that there's a situation? That's why we weren't able to use the zipline for a while. So, you, so we know then what happens when someone is in that situation. They smack into no, no, no. Something but like but this was the action. Uh, like what Kevin did when he got on his little bicycle thing and slid down. You're supposed to slide forward, mm-hmm. but you're supposed to let go. You're supposed right. to have a way to get up. Oh, I was thinking when, more about the 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 wet bandits when they swung into the wall. Right, and and to me, the what? worst part about the wet bandits would have been if Kevin let them get a little further and cut it and let them just fall to the ground, which would have hurt their ankles, knees. Oh, but that doesn't have the cinematic. Pride. Right, it does. It's not excitement and of cutting it halfway through and letting them swing back and slam against the wall. Doesn't that have like a Lion King kind of? What image are you talking? What? What Lion King version did you watch? We, oh, I, if, like I know you like can't that. see us all right now, but all Every, three of us are just staring at Courtney at me like real crazy. awkwardly right now. <laughs> You remember that so version of the Lion King? Remember when Pumbaa and Timon sang that song about halfway between the treehouse and, and the like house? You're done. You're going to die. My favorite part about Lion King was when Pumbaa and Timon were trying to steal from Simba. <laughs> My favorite part is the music. Anyways. One more hog. <laughs> and one be a cat. Two bumbling be a cats. Oh my god. This is so Johnny, terrible. I'm, we are I'm so apart, happy. Johnny, I apologize. Okay. Last thing I want to talk about is can you hang a child by sweater? Okay, so asking about hanging a child up on the hook <laughs> from his sweater, I was the one who said that doesn't really seem right. So with, when the, the burglars found Kevin, they grabbed him and they tried to hook him up onto... It was almost like a robe. Yeah, hook. it was a full on coat hook. It's a coat hook. In the yeah. bathroom, it's a coat hook that you just hang anything on, and they hooked the child onto it, the back of his sweater. But the thing was, it didn't really seem to apply any kind of pressure to the rest of his body. No. Like, he was hooked on the back of his Almost like he was standing on shirt, And it was yeah. just like he was standing there. Yeah, no kind of pressure on the, the anterior side of the neck. Any kind of issue there. Anterior means front. Thank you. But yeah, he should have been choking. I think that's what Courtney is saying, is if you're going to hang someone up by the clothes that they're wearing, there's going to be... Discomfort. Equal and opposite reaction, which is your clothes digging into your... Would you say a coup contra coup? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just, Kevin looks very comfortable hanging there, where at the very least, his clothing would be kind of... Pulled into his body and he would be choking and uncomfortable. He would not be able to speak to his captors. Yeah, he should not be comfortable at all. He he would have looked really bad. But yeah, surprising (laughs) how much we've talked about 20 minutes of an entire movie. I think it was six minutes. It's it's not 20 minutes. It's literally about 11 11 minutes. Six minutes. Wow. 11? Yeah. Man, I did not remember this movie the same way we just watched it. No, you I remember the, the slapstick have a, have and not the heartwarming this, stuff. This meerkat and this <laughs> warthog. <laughs> Two bubbling things. It's all about lying. One meerkat and one warthog. Good movie. But yeah, the, so, I mean, still, does not detract from how great this movie is. It's just, if you were watching this movie for Kevin McAllister doing shenanigans... To just two catch, bumbling thieves. Just catch I, the clips on YouTube. Correct. I'm curious. Like, I I think that for me, this was my movie. Uh, like, this was a great Christmas movie when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah. Uh, like definite, definitely, Home Alone Two was part of that. But I Home Alone Two was never something I really watched. No. How much Home Alone Two: Return of Jafar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lion King Two: Lost in New York. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I'm wondering how much time in Home Alone 2 do you think is dedicated to this? Like, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm gonna guess significantly more. I bet it. I bet it's, having watched. It I bet it's more than was, half the I'm movie. I'm sure, and we'll probably have to watch it to see if Home, I, Home Alone 2, Home Aloneer. I'm, I'm gonna go gonna on. <laughs> I'm gonna go on record that I'm not gonna watch it. And I will. Home Alone with a Vengeance. Live free or Home Alone. I just yeah. said that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with all of these. 
Home Alone 2, Lost in the Habit. (laughs) Back Uh, in the Habit. Back in the Habit. Back in the Habit, yes. Home Alone 2, The Squeakful. Home Alone 2, the bus that couldn't slow down. (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up for all of these. That's a fantastic movie, by the way. Speed 2? Yes, 100%. The bus that couldn't slow down. Speed 2 was cruise control, thank you. (laughs) Any kind of movie franchise that you jump a bus over any obstacle in front of you, that's Speed 2, too. (laughs) No, that was in a a cruise ship. Courtney, you've been kicked out. Speaking of movies... With sequels. <laughs> no. I have an important question. You mean Home Alone 2 full sequence? Yeah. <laughs> yeah sequence I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> the Human Centipede. No! No, 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 done, 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 done. Bills itself as 100% medically accurate. Something popped up on my Hunus, Human Centipede today. <laughs> Your Human Centipede? Excuse me? I'm sorry, who now? Hold on, I'll pull up my phone. You guys keep talking. Okay, it... it <laughs> <laughs> the that, human centipede... That in. <laughs> the human centipede builds itself as 100% medically accurate. If that's true, how medically accurate are the last 20 minutes of Home Alone 1 lost in my house? I will... <laughs> 75. I will say that the first 110 minutes of it is 100% accurate because my dad is in it. <laughs> so I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> I like that Greg's continuing with this. An hour is a hundred minutes. Well, but everything based on his if family too. If you you didn't meet my dad when he was visiting, no, I did not. That's my dad. It's weird. It's, I, not, it's a thing that people have been saying for a long time. Um, which I love my dad. He's a great guy. I'm glad you're in the movie. I'm I'm glad he's a listener. To but the <laughs> for, for the, the last what? 20-something minutes? 20, 11 and a half minutes for, for or those so. 11 minutes where stuff actually happens. Uh, I'm going to say that it is about... I'm going to say it's about 60%. There, there's horrible uh, things that happen. You know, they're not showing... You know what? I'm going to go 40%. I'm going to $1 you and call 41. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Courtney, you've got a much higher bid. I'm going to go 65. I feel like what? there are but very I, reasonable situations and you know, pe- coup and counter coup. I think people have really bad injuries, but I think all of us have seen people have those injuries and been okay, okay. like oddly okay. No. But there oddly. Were, there were, how many notes do I have here? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Counting ten. Yeah. with Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 11, 12. How many notes do you game. have? Many. I've got many injuries. Right, but it's it's those are like there's definitely things that happen. They don't show the full on consequences of things, but they, I mean, like people hit their head. Sometimes people hit their head and they are gone forever. Sometimes people hit their head and they're fine. And it's and it's very weird. The things that happen in this movie are extreme, and you definitely don't want them to happen to you. But there isn't. Like, aside from that sternum-breaking swing, uh-huh. there isn't anything to me that says, oh, that 100% would have killed So if there had been 20 things instead head? of two. Oh, oh, no, no. The, the Dan, um, Joe Pesci landing on his neck on the concrete stair. That's a no-no. The, he's not getting up quickly. I'll, I mean, maybe, but not quickly. Yeah. I still stand with my 41%. I think 40... I, I'm, I'm okay with 40. I'm still going to stick with 65. I'm okay with 40. I think yeah. Kevin did a great job. I think he definitely defended his house. That's oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Like a sociopath. It's my is. house. I have to defend it. Yeah. Should I do it right? Yeah, Should pretty I... good. It, it's my house. Do, I have to defend do, do I need? Do I need to emote more? Yes. Yeah. You got to talk about two bumbling things. <laughs> Uh, I got these two bumbling thieves. It's my house. Uh, All right, folks. Is there any way we could make this movie more realistic? I don't think so. No. Well, like you more, don't really... Keep the stakes high. Make it more medically accurate. Add I, 40 more things. No, you don't have, want this movie I to only, be more medically I have, realistic. I have one thing that would make it more realistic. When that guy steps on those ornaments... I, a little gentler. No. That like that guy would be crying on the ground yeah. for twenty. Like we've all stepped on something that is kind of sharp, and it is the worst thing ever. 
I've stubbed my toe. It's the worst thing ever. That guy kind of does everything, and all he does is continue to stomp harder on glass. Well, and after stepping on a nail, you don't stamp your feet as you're stepping through a window. You gently yeah. put your feet on the ground. Oh, yeah, that, so and that's, that's a good you. point. You after that guy had already had some foot trauma, there's no way he would have stepped down as hard as he did. Yeah. yeah. Team uh, of 20 Thieves. Daniel Stern. Breaking in one after 20 another. bumbling thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, from a video game perspective, I think it's very accurate. From a human perspective, after they both felt like after they both had head injuries on the stairs from ice, just like, isn't there a better house? There's got to be a better house. I'm sorry. When did we start looking at this from a video game perspective? I can't wait till we start doing video games. Twenty feet coming through the window. I mean, ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, fun movie. <laughs> yes. Um, Merry uh, two weeks after Christmas, guys. Oh, yeah, it is going to be... No, it's going to be a week after Christmas. It depends on... The, do you know how long it's going to take me to edit this? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be a while. We might have gone a little off the rails. Happy New Year, I guess. <laughs> is this longer than the movie? Uh, it's it definitely be. longer than... Um, no, it is not longer if, than the film. If we started if we started playing the podcast while the movie started, would we be at the part where the thieves were breaking into the house yet? Close. Uh, without any editing... One hour and 17 without minutes. Without any editing... Yes. That would happen right about... Now? Is it now? Now. 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 Yeah. <laughs> for um, So thanks, folks, for listening. Um, we had a lot of fun. Uh, if you have any questions, give us a call at one five three zero doctor The B is for... Boy, this is going to take me forever to edit. Uh, and uh, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at HiEverybodyMD or HiEverybodyMD.com. Tell your friends. Thanks. Bye-bye.